and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 217 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I'm Nixie. And I am Grace. Uh, today I'm using my game show host voice. <laughs> we are watching SG1, season 9, episode 13. <laughs> I turned into the N- N- SNL guy. You did. Ripple Effect, aka. Kill them all except Janet, a.k.a. <laughs> fucking clerics are the best, a.k.a. this is my favorite one, Into the Stargate-verse. I do like Into the Stargate-verse. <laughs> I was trying to think of something along those lines, and I think that's the one I was looking for, Into the Stargate-verse. Uh, I also had an a.k.a. going, you know, a.k.a. Grace's Law, which, oh, again, yeah. kill your doppelgangers. Kill um, I... <laughs> Had something else I was going to... Oh, my... You were talking about your game show voice, your SNL voice. Yeah. I don't know yeah. why it reminded me, but again, uh, the the guilty pleasure show that we are currently watching is uh-huh. True Blood. And so oh, yeah. HBO doesn't have a skip the credits button. Oh. And it's a really long credits. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I feel like show. all of their credits are long. Yeah, and so instead, what I've taken to doing is just doing a weird interpretive dance to. Oh, I'm so into it. To, I'm so into. And so yesterday, the blood theme song. I was knitting, and I'm sitting on the couch. So I'm holding my knitting in one hand so we don't drop a stitch. And I did was just doing one arm, and Nick was very <laughs> impressed how I could do an entire interpretive dance with only I one mean, arm sitting on a couch. And I went, "Yes, bitch." When the feeling is there, it comes out where it needs to. It was that's amusing. how it do. <laughs> Any, how was your week? Um, my week, my week is going. It this was okay. a week that flew by very, very quickly for me. Um, okay. I, I I don't know if it's good. I don't know just because there's nothing that stood out about it, but it flew by real sure. quick. We are that's- here recording again quickly. Ta-da! Yeah. Um, the standout of the week was as it was the previous week and the week before that uh, (laughs) clone wars last night and i will just say it was the final episode of clone wars yeah and ever or for this season no the final episode of clone wars (gasps) this was like a bonus season that came out years after the show ended yeah I wasn't um, sure if they were bringing it back for a few mm-mm. or just for the... I gotcha. It was 12 episodes, and it ended in the most beautiful, um, poignant, um, perfect... Like, it's hard to end a show like that, and they did it in such this beautiful way that had parallels to other things, that had... Like, you already knew... It's it's one of those things where you knew essentially the outcome. Mm-hmm. You kind of knew what the outcome was, and said it was still so tense, and so like I'm yelling at the screen, and I forgot to eat a co- I was eating dinner, and then like forgot to eat for the whole oh. show. Yeah. Um. Like just again, the visual storytelling 
the the entire like last um part the last commercial break yeah the last act of the of the episode had so few words and so such beautiful visual storytelling it like was a master class i feel wowza i cannot wait to get to watch it already but now i want to like just walk and now I just want to watch that episode. I won't do that. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, no, you have to. You it, And there's reasons they have harkens back to the rest of the show. Yeah. So there's 100% reasons why you need to know all the other episodes to yeah. get some of the stuff. Um, but Grace, you're going to cry. After you oh, watch I'm the sure. whole show and then get to that part, Grace going to be yeah. tears because Nixie basically had tears. I, oh, wow. Um Speaking yeah. of tears, that'll yes. take you to the highlight of my week, which I shared with Nixie last night. Yes! Uh, so it's been a tough week for me, uh, medically, uh, emotionally. I had I was just telling Nixie I had a couple of issues. Uh, my body no longer likes the medication I'm taking. <laughs> that's which keeping is, me happy. you know, needed. Um, so scared us a little bit um, in the middle of the week. Um, and then work. Every time there's a full moon, like, I know that this has been true in the medical field, <laughs> yes. but I think it's true in our field as well. I think so. Whenever there's a full moon, it, it's just a, you're just like, welcome to the madhouse. Yeah. Um, so yesterday was complete madness, just kind of a nice little topper to this crazy week. Fun, fun um, fact, working somehow, from home is difficult when entire networks go down. Fun oh fact. gosh! Just yeah. letting you know. Yeah, <laughs> on top of yeah, on top of the crazy like people, the network our networks went down, and then uh, somehow I managed to keep sane for most of the day despite that. Um, and then at the end of the evening, I got a text from a uh, a classmate. Yeah, and she said, "Please tell me you've watched the video." And then I got another text from a different classmate of another class, and she's like, "Hey, congrats!" And I was like. What the hell are they talking about? <laughs> so there was a commencement video because I'm now a senior and I'll be graduating before next spring. So um, probably, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, this because I'm a senior, they did like these awards um, and I won like a big time award that I actually don't remember the name of right now. It was like best com major. Yeah, basically it was best com major. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and and so there was this thirty minute video, which was our induction to like a society, uh, a scholar, you know, like a, a secret society. A, yeah, 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 a secret society, um, <laughs> because of the type of work that we're doing and the GPA that I'm carrying, and then on top of the induction ceremony, there was these presentations of the awards, and like I'm, we're going through the awards, and I'm like, what are they watching for? I was like, did I win something? I was like, what professor could they possibly get? that would present mine. I don't know any of them that well, except Dr. Pommelshay, and Dr. Pommelshay hasn't been in any of this video. Well, guess what? <laughs> he showed up purely for my section of the video to present my award, and I'm going to cry. Yeah, you are. <laughs> I saw those tears coming crazy. for, like, the past five minutes. <laughs> and it's it was the greatest, greatest, greatest thing, and it, I was so honored, and it was just really cool. It was just really cool to feel connected and like recognized for busting your butt because sometimes when you go back to school 
as a grown adult, you don't really get to engage in your campus the way you'd like to, because you I gotta mean, go work when you're not I will class. also say that even when you are an undergrad living on campus, you don't sure. always engage in the ways that you would like to. Yeah, yeah, and so it was just really, really cool, and it just kind of reminded me so much of why I needed to be in this particular school. Exactly. Uh, if anybody is curious, feel free to message us, and I will tell you all about it. I don't want to be like a big, uh, you know, butthole on the A braggy puss? Yeah, well, not not only that, but if anyone's interested in looking at the school, if anyone's interested in coming to Central Florida for a school, I will let you know about our school. If anyone is interested in going to the Upper Peninsula of Michigan for school, <laughs> I will also talk to you about that. It's about as different of a life experience as Grace had in her college. I'll tell you that uh, much yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine two more different ways to go to college. Nope. <laughs> but I expect I expect nothing less from us than to be able to bring diverse uh, ba- backgrounds and yep. uh, adventures. Yep. <laughs> into one place (laughs) i will fully admit i was the most naive 17 year old going to college that could possibly (laughs) been a 17 year old going to college oh my god basically didn't leave her dorm unless it was to go to class for the entire first semester yikes it's tough i can't imagine you know i think there's a reason why i waited to go back yeah. Because I think I would have been the butthole. I mean, I think we've all kind of gleaned enough of who I was. <laughs> I would yeah. have been the butthole that was like, oh, no one's going to force me to go to class? Bye. <laughs> Grace, I am telling you, in high school and college, we would not have been friends. And, we would not have run into each other. That's what I'm saying. Like, the reason we would have been friends is because there is nothing about our social circles that interacted. No Venn diagrams. No, no. bubbles crossed in any way, shape, or form. Oh, I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we've both become who we are. Um, we anyway, both became the special week. assholes that we are. Yay! Yay! Okay. Friends are friends. Friends are friends. Do we have okay. anything else to add um, before I jump into this? Because I can't uh, think of any no. because my life is inside of a house. And S- Same. And I don't. I. Yep. One January house. 20th, 2006. <laughs> Yay. Uh, this was written by Joe and Paul with some story ideas from Mr. Brad Wright, uh, directed by Mr. One. Peter DeLuise, who I know had a cameo as one of the SFs, oh. but uh, I couldn't find it in my watch uh, There's group. just too many damn people in this There's one. too many. <laughs> Maybe he was one of the Sams in a wig. Maybe he was a Sam in a wig. <laughs> Sam in a wig. That sounds like a party <laughs> trick or something. Or like a meal. Yeah. Or I don't know. Sam, in, Sam a in a wig. Uh, I don't think I need to talk much about the guest stars in this episode. Oh, God. Uh, one Mrs. Terry Rothery and one Mr. J.R. Bourne, who are fucking awesome. Basically, coolest kids in the class. Yeah. So pretty. Both of them equally tan. I feel, I like to think that their world, everybody's got these fabulous bronzed looks Well, to they them. did come in the desert camo, so maybe it's just like a super sunny earth. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. always sunny in earth gamma. Bill. <laughs> Earthadelphia. Earthadelphia. Um, but they, yeah, they both felt like they, they had this like golden look to them. It was beautiful. I loved it. 
Golden years. Gold. <laughs> uh, we actually had to watch this one over streaming just so I could, for the pure reason, no other reason but to see Grace's face when Janet shows oh, yeah. up on screen. Let me tell y'all. Oh, the one thing I can share is I was so inspired by the episode, I built a character named Janet, mm-hmm. who is a cleric of light. Legit. We, we've we swapped uh, D&D campaigns for a short bit, which is yeah. something we did not talk about earlier when we normally oh, catch yeah. people up on D&D. We've had a few weeks off, and we just, uh, for various reasons, we had to shake the, the, the campaign up shake a little bit. Yeah, we had a, so yeah, we had to put Avernus on hold for a little bit, and we've come back to Strahd, which is a campaign that I barely, not even actually started, just got yeah. like the, pre- the prologue out of the way. Yeah. Um, and Grace has actually played before, still playing. Yeah, I've played it all the way through. So we've technically finished the Strahd storyline, but there's areas in the world gotcha. that we haven't quite fully explored. Gotcha. So what RDM, um, domestic partner, boyfriend, fiance, Jesse, yeah. has done is kind of create more story for those to areas, keep us going, yeah, and and kind of integrated into the rest a of the world. I don't want to say too much. He, I mean, this man is incredible. Um, not that Nixie is not an incredible DM, but just there is a gosh. there is a vast difference in the DM <laughs> style and uh, experience yeah. between the and, two and, DMs. And, yeah, and to his credit, he has at this point been doing it for twenty plus years. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like not Since even he was one. a child. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like straight up the kid from Stranger Things has been he's been doing yes. it that long. <laughs> yes. Um but we uh, have jumped back into uh Barovia and and Strahdness and so we had a we, we had a couple people redo some of their characters, which is fun. We yeah. just kinda of blank slated the shit that happened first. And we have a cleric, which dear God, they need a cleric. They need yeah, a cleric so, so bad. I kinda just jumped in because I'll just kinda be a jump in and jump out kind of character. So Pike and from season one, if clerics. you will. <laughs> yeah. Uh I'm gonna uh, I love me some clerics. So Nixie's like, yeah, yeah, build a cleric. <laughs> because I my plan was to just drop as many health potions as possible. Uh-huh. Cause they had <laughs> they now at least have a paladin too, but That's they true. had no one that he like they had a sorcerer. Yeah. That was their only potential source of healing at all. Which and I think is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, but. it's it's pretty cool. But just in the prequel, uh, mm-hmm. he almost died three times. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, healing <laughs> like, cleric on the healing cleric. Got yeah. down to two death save throws at one point. Almost he died. Does. Yeah, they really definitely want to keep cleric safe. <laughs> because yeah. if that's it, yeah, keep your healer safe. Because if they're down, everybody's fucked. <laughs> and even if you only know the one-sentence summary of the Strahd campaign, you can kind of predict that you might need a cleric. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway. So I was so okay. inspired by seeing yeah. Janet that that's how we got to this conversation. Yes. That I built a new... I knew I was going to do some sort of cleric thing, and I was playing back and forth with all these different kinds, and then mm-hmm. I was like, nope, it's Janet. I'm building Janet. I'm building a Janet. And literally named her Janet. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not even pretending it's anything other nope. than Janet. She's nope. a cleric of light. She does the shit that needs to get done. Yes. And she ain't here to mess around. And she looks fucking gorgeous while doing it. Hell yes. Okay. Okay, so Ready. we aren't Ready. we aren't a second into the episode when Walter is calling an unscheduled octave off world activation. 
It's mm-hmm. SG-1. They're back early. They come through the gate in their black uniforms, business as usual, which... Like, jumping ahead a little bit, if these people didn't leave in their black uniforms, is not, like, question mark number one going, did they change their uniforms off-world? Yeah, so now I have to wonder, like, well, do they take their... Because I imagine their shirts are always black under... No, the other team had green shirts. So, do they just pack a spare set of black? Maybe they do for stealth missions? Or just no one was paying attention. You know, that's probably true. I couldn't tell you what Jesse's wearing right now, and we're the only two people in this house. I mean, I do know what Nick is wearing right now, but that's because he has to wear the same shirt to work every right. day. But- right. Like, I'm almost certain I know what Jesse's wearing because it's the same thing he wears every day. His when it's unofficial days off. uniform? <laughs> it's unofficial days off uniform. You know, <laughs> we all have one of those. And I've been cycling through the same three pair of pants and five shirts for the past, you know, three months, 18 years yeah. and three months now. <laughs> I mean, I'm impressed that you're wearing pants. <laughs> They're barely I pants. A, I had to buy a second pair of pajama shorts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so now I have my fancy pajama shorts, my running pajama shorts. And my head sleeping. Oh, I don't even pretend that my, like, leggings are for working out. Like, they are for working out, but they're also just... that's not what they're going to use for. The only thing I'm wearing these days. Nice. Um, anyway. Anyways. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I would have thought somebody would be meticulous enough to notice that part. Nope. Nope. Notice nothing. It's more fun this way. In the briefing room later, Landry is like, hey, there's nothing strange for that sound we heard, which if there is some sound we heard, they did not make it evident enough in the episode because no, I, I, I had no idea about it. a sound. Yeah. Until the end where they're, they're referencing a sound. Yeah. And I'm like, what sound? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Sam I just is... chalked it up to me. Yeah, I did too. Sam is confused. It was just a routine trip. I mean, the Priors were there a few weeks ago. Cam adds they did the standard, like, lure the locals with good times routine. Mm -hmm. And the locals are easily swayed since they feel Amaratsu abandoned them. And Landry's like, you mean Bulb? Yeah. And Daniel is like, oh, no, you have the wrong folder. It's a different planet. You just have the wrong info. Either yeah, way, I, don't worry. The Tok'ra are monitoring the progress in the region. I call this the well actually section yes. of the conversation <laughs> where they just both well actually each other uh-huh. to death. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then Teal starts passing along something that Selmac said. And um, Landry's like, well, actually, Selmac? Uh, <laughs> and we have an indeed. We have a couple of indeeds from various Teal's. Yeah. Um, and Landry just bluntly's like, I mean, Selmac's dead, yo. Yeah. And That's Sam, uh... Sam acts the way anyone would when they, you tell them that their father's dead and they're pretty sure their father's not dead. Yeah. You're like, no, that's not right. You're wrong. Uh, and we have another off-world activation. In the control room, Walter tells them that it is, yet again, SG-1's IDC, but at the time they were supposed to come home... So defense teams are on high alert, and another set of SG-1, this time in green, to make it easy for us to differentiate between the two sets of SG-1 teams. Uh, Comes through the gate, everyone is super confused. It's two. Two. Two teams in one. (laughs) Gate. 
<laughs> yes. End credits. So when we come back, Landry is uh, walking and talking with Carolyn from the infirmary. And according to mm-hmm. her tests, like, they're both SG-1. She has mm-hmm. no clue how or why. Um, they do know the bulk and clone adults. So that's the leading theory in this exact moment. Sure. Landry's more confused. They're like, they get, they get the hard shit like SG-1's IDC code right. But they yeah. get the easy shit like, is Selmac dead or alive wrong? Right, like, yeah, I like the way he says this, too. He's like, even Ball knows better than yeah. that. Like, he gives him a little more credit. Like, yeah. he ain't this dumb. Yeah. Uh, and, and Landry makes the, I mean, let's face it, Ball is essentially evil Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. He kind of looks like it, too. So he's Elon Musk. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what? Those are words? No, what? No. No, he 100% not, also looks like Tony Stark. I don't want to go into that rabbit hole. But no, I realized that rabbit hole is open after I mentioned his name. Well, I just thought of the, uh, hey, look up that the, the new child's name. Okay, bye. Yeah. Or, gotta, gotta go. Gotta go, bye. Yeah. It's, I yep. don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared for it. I'm scared for that child. <laughs> I mean, here's my thing is they legally can't be his name, so they can call him that oh. all they want, oh. but I'm pretty sure uh, they can only have alpha, like, they can't have numbers, and they can't have other symbols. Interesting. And they can't have the old English symbol. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, in case you were planning me. to name your child with numbers and symbols in it. What, I'm just going to name it a bunch of numbers, but I'm going to spell them out. That works. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Like, I'm going to name my child 17, but the word 17. I had a friend who had... Awful. I will I, never do that. I had a friend who uh, had... she To this day, I think if you ask her, like, she still would. Uh, she has a silent three in her name. Good for her. It's pronounced without it. And, like, oh. obviously, legally, it doesn't have it. Sure. But whenever she writes things out, anything that is, like, not work or not official. The same way that I use Nix. Yeah. She spells her name with a silent three. It's like Eric and his silent X's from yes. the Avernus campaign. From the Avernus campaign. Eric with two three X's. three silent X's. <laughs> oh, is it two? I thought it was it's three. It's just two. No, it's just two. Okay. The two yeah. on the edges. Got it. Got it. Because he's... Names important things. That person. Um, but anyway, we're, we're, Landry makes the safe assumption, which you know what happens when you assume, Mm -hmm. uh, that since the first team got all the info wrong and the second team came back when they were supposed to and was wearing the correct color uniforms, they are RSG1. And the question is, who's the other team? It's the Nega team. Do you guys remember Nega Duck? (laughs) Yes. That's what I'm calling it. I know that there's another name that gets coined later, but for now they're the Nega team. Wasn't it also? Brain. Wasn't it also from Scott Pilgrim? Oh, probably. I have I have the hardest time remembering that movie. I know I. I have it. an extremely hard time as well. The only reason I think it's from there's also Scott Pilgrim is because of Critical Role and Liam oh. kept calling. Uh, one of his spells, and he had like the shadow form of Caleb, and he was calling him uh-huh. uh, Nega Caleb, and then people oh, thought right. he, with his with his German accent, wasn't saying oh, no. Nega. Oh no! Oh no! no <laughs> and he no. had to clarify. <laughs> like, 
Oh, no. I will clarify now, too, that it's... Uh, Nega Duck is the name of a the bad guy duck yeah. in Darkwing Duck who wears the yellow jacket. Yep, and he's like... It's the, the, he's it's basically, the of. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's basically the evil with a bearded twin, the yeah. evil twin, but he's yeah. black. Yeah, it's like Evil Bender. Yeah. Evil, evil bender. That's my evil bender song. Except um, <laughs> Futurama would use... Uh, like Nega Bender to order to purposely create controversy over what they were saying. <laughs> yeah, fair. That they would. Okay. Okay. So, so in the briefing room, Landry and his SG One, which until we come up with a better term, I am calling SG One and other SG One. Oh, I like it. Um, SG One Prime. Well, I just got done watching Lost, so like the others. Oh, got it. Got so it's SG One and other SG One. Got it. Okay. Um. They, but they went to the planet that other SG-1 came from. That planet's never Nothing. seen these people before. Interesting. Like, so it's not just as easy as this team is lying. Like, we don't, we don't know. They don't um, exist. And, of course, Sam's like, well, the multiverse, quantum physics, postates parallel universes. Ew. First thing Cam Sam wants just, to know. like, walks into quantum physics like it's no big deal. Yeah. Like, she's telling us what she made for dinner last night. Yeah. And everybody's just like, uh, what? I wasn't, I Brain wasn't hurt. awake yet. <laughs> well, it's a good thing Sam has lots of other Sam brains. No kidding. In this episode. The first thing Cam wants to know is if that means that there's universe where he got to second base with Anna Vandenberg. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Amy Vandenberg. It might be I Amy. I do like it. I'm missing okay. a letter, and I only had A, so I was trying to remember, but <laughs> it's it probably a, Amy. The only reason I remember is because um, I like that they named her Vandenberg, because yeah. I thought it was a nod to Vandenberg Air Force Base. That's what I assumed, too. <laughs> and I would like, adorable. And I would like to think that he, like, was trying to, you know, hit on, like, the great-granddaughter of... Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly how I want that to go. <laughs> like a Vanderbilt. Yep. She, he did that, though. <laughs> and they already experienced some stuff like this with the quantum mirror. There's uh, realities where they never defeated the Gould or that the Stargate program was made public. Cellmax uh, alive. Mm. Um, burgers taste like hot dogs and hot dogs taste like burgers. You never know. <laughs> how dare they? And, and Teal'c... Uh, Spicy like, cookies. Huh? Spicy cookies. I just decided. I mean, you what can if make spicy cookies. Where, what if there's a universe where cookies are spicy? I mean, make chocolate chip cookies with the, the hot chili chocolate. But what if they're meant to be spicy? Like a, a universe where all cookies are supposed to be spicy. I'd still eat them. Okay. Spicy um, cookies is also a new band name. I do like when, when Teal'c's the one who adds, you know, there's somewhere where Semex alive and the look on Sam's face is, I don't want to think about that in this moment. Please stop that. Thanks, bye. Yeah. Like the sudden th <laughs> like thought process that there's a universe where my father's alive. She's got to like shake that one off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and fun fact, the gate trip normally takes 0.3 seconds of travel time. Um, mm. And this trip that other SG-1 came through was 3.4 seconds. Interesting. But as to how this team got here, Sam has no idea. Yet. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, um, so, 
Is I this just, where they hit us with the Twilight Zone music? Or not I, yet? Probably. There's, I think it's after Cam and Nega Daniel talk. Okay. And, and other Daniel. Um, okay, I'll wait. I'll leave it alone. Okay. Well, first, in the, in the holding room, uh, other Daniel is sitting there ready to be interrogated. And Sam walks yeah. in with a cup of Sumatra meddling. Blah, blah, blah. Men- yeah. Mendeling. <laughs> It's one cream and two sugars, which, in case anyone is not up on their coffee knowledge, mm-hmm. just in case, because I huh, love coffee. Um, Sumatra coffee is an extremely popular type of coffee. It's mm-hmm. actually, uh, it's a, the Sumatra type of bean, which is basically just yeah. the beans grown in are on the Indonesian island of Sumatra, which is the largest island that's entirely in Indonesia, which that part I did not know. Oh, wow. And uh, Mandolin Coffee is from the northern area of the island. It's actually named after the Mandolin people who are from there. Okay. And I personally, like, why would you ruin a good quality coffee with cre- with one cream and two sugars? That shit is for the instant coffee that Cam, pre- like, prefers. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm you load it up. I'm just having trouble with the imbalance of cream to sugar ratio. Like, because, but I'm also a a cream person. Yeah. To me, that's like a lot of sugar. Yeah. If I put anything in my coffee, it is cream. And I tend to put cream in, I would say, lower end coffee. Oh, I put cream in all my coffees. Yeah. I like the rich, I like the added texture. Because yes. I like the texture to not feel like water. I, f- I, I personally find adding cream less insulting than adding sugar. Fair. And, yeah. I, and I, 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 I have a hard time with the bazillion sugar packets people. It's like, whoa, <laughs> yes. whoa, dude, whoa. Yeah, just pour <laughs> sugar in your mouth. Like, what yeah. is going on? I have yeah. started, um, I don't know if I've mentioned, but I've been playing the uh, tea roulette game. I think I've mentioned okay. this before, where I pick okay. two random tea bags out of my giant box and put them in a cup <laughs> and nice. see if it works out that day, which recently I found a really good combo and I'm quite happy with. But I have nice. started adding um, <laughs> honey-sweetened almond milk to my tea. Ooh, that sounds yummy. Which is very tasty. Awesome. But, I'm into it. I do, like, I do like milk and tea. Yes. Okay. So Cam I'm glad we're on the same page. is like... <laughs> This must almost feel like home, huh? And, and Daniel's like, well, I mean, if this was home, our roles would be flipped, and it would me be sitting there, and I'm talking to you, and then I'd be the one saying, I'd love to help, but I don't know how, so it's not quite like home. Dun, dun, dun. I think this is where we get the Twilight Zone music. Yeah, because Cam says there's, there's two options. There's one, Sam's right, and... Like, we'll do everything we can to help you get home into your own mm-hmm. universe. Yep. B, you're not who you say you are, and then we find out who you actually are because you're lying. And then Daniel goes, but actually, there's Trace, and that is <laughs> that I'm the real Daniel, and that you're a fake Cam, and then we're going to find out who you are. <gasps> Dun, dun, dun. This is where you should have done, like, the soap opera turn. Yeah. <laughs> the Drake but, Ramore. <laughs> yeah. This is exactly where we get the Twilight Zone music. And mm-hmm. a nod to the music people here, because it is a perfect, like, rendition of not the exact Twilight Zone music. Yes. But we know what you're aiming for. <laughs> I also just preemptively want to give a huge nod to... 
like the entire production department in terms of yeah. costuming and camera lines and and all that kind of stuff because this is more than just having one extra Sam for an episode or something. So many Sams. So many Sams. So many Sams, but also I'll get to it later, but the shot where it's like Teal'c and Cam and Landry, or no, Teal'c yeah. and Daniel and Landry walking down the hall and you have all the other Cams and Sams and like the way yeah. they use this, the doubles, the back to have the, it's all beautifully done. That blocking though, that blocking. Oh, the blocking sure. is just stunning. Okay. Too many Sams, too many Sams. Can you ever actually have too many Sams? Too many Sams won't spoil the putt. <laughs> <laughs> so in a separate room, the great Kramer transition, speaking of camera moves, uh, Landry is talking to other Cam, who yes. is not sold on the multiverse idea. He's like, you're saying the gate just magically fucked us? Because that's yeah. a hard pill to swallow. And who's to say that this is even really the SGC? Six years ago, Hathor pulled this trick on them and, like, fucked yeah. with their minds. Like, you're the liar. Like, what last is- year, in the Pegasus galaxy, some aliens, like, mind-fucked the Atlantis crew. Truth. Yeah. I mean... This would not be the first instance of this. He's going full reverse... Yeah. I reverse your reverse psychology. Yeah. And then she's like, look, I rest assure you that we are not ghouls or manipulative yeah. aliens. And Cam's like, that's exactly what a ghoul or a manipulative yeah. alien would say! <laughs> I do love this. Because <laughs> although we find out later that they planned this whole thing, yeah. that would be exactly what Cam would react like. 100%. Huh? How dare you? I am suspicious of all. And everyone's like, calm down. (laughs) Calm down, bro. In another room, Daniel is talking with other Teal'c, and Mm -hmm. apparently the battle for Takara happens exactly like in our galaxy, our universe, (laughs) except for the new Jaffa leader unanimously was Braytac. Yeah, I do love the way they go through this conversation. It's like, oh, uh, we were attacked by blah, blah. Okay, check. Yeah. Uh, We defeated the people, um... Check. We yep. are now in Takara. Okay, check. And Bray texts our leader. Ooh, so Ooh, close. So, so close. close. Yeah. Uh, and then Sam joined after her honeymoon. And huh? Um, that's not on my list. To whom? <laughs> to whom I say? <laughs> and we get another indeed. I must know. Okay. I mean, who do you think? I know who I think, but I don't want to say it out loud because I'm going to jinx it and the entire show is going to be rewritten and I'm going to be wrong. <laughs> so in a fourth room, it's Sam and other Sam. Uh, oh, this in- is what I call the Street Fighter Sams. Because oh. you know when you play Street Fighter, but you play against yourself, it changes your outfit? Um, I know that in uh, in in Super Smash Brothers. Oh, same. Yeah. Same yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so it's this. I like calling it the Street Fighter Sams because of the alliteration, but we can call it Super Smash Sams too because yeah. that sounds cool. Super Smash Sams because I know Sams. when Nick and I both plays Link, it's like different links. Yeah. <laughs> I have to, so here's the thing. One thing about Super Smash Brothers, I used to only play as Yoshi because <laughs> I always play as Yoshi in any game that I'm able to play as Yoshi because Yoshi is sure. always my favorite. I have said that I I have moved down from Yoshi in the new Super Smash Brothers for Switch. I now I now (laughs) I now basically only play with Legend of Zelda characters. Look at you growing! Look at you growing (laughs) and changing, going out of your box. 
with <laughs> Zelda or Link or Young Link. Like, those are now <laughs> my characters. I don't know that I've got a favorite. I think, uh, I don't, I mean, everybody loves a Yoshi, but give me a Mario and a Tanuki suit. I don't play day. as good with Yoshi in this game. Oh, but like like Link and Zelda, I've started to get some of their moves down. Yeah, I mean, next I haven't looks played the new ass. Super Smash Brothers. Well, as soon as we can play video games in the same house again, someday, someday soon. Uh, which, but saying someday reminded me of the one thing that I wanted to share from pop culture that's been plaguing me all week. This yes, one, dear Theodosia from Hamilton. Dear Theodosia, has been you. in my head every morning when I wake up. Yeah, there's... you'll blow us all away. <laughs> I mean, there's Some worse songs. Days. <laughs> Some but why days. am I blowing things away every morning? Why because you're is that wanting happening? to blow the virus away? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> It is the strangest thing to wake up singing, but it's happened every day this week. Um, I actually know why. When my body's not doing well, my brain thinks of Lin-Manuel Miranda. It, it'll well, no, it'll find a thing to obsess on to distract from what the body's doing. My uh, body knows nothing about obsessing over things. <laughs> no, in any way. I, I have a moment. This will be a weird little insight into my brain that I want to share. Um, when I used to get very sick before I was on medications that were a little bit more um, stable. Stable. Yeah. Um, I yeah, would when I while I would, yeah, seriously <laughs> while I was sick, I would find whatever song just pulled into my brain, and it would just play on repeat until I was mm-hmm. n- unsick enough to be alert. Yeah. Like, that's how it kept me from passing out. <laughs> I mean, it was listen, like, we gotta keep singing this song. Brain we just knows what brain needs it. to do. Yeah, brain gone do what brain gone do. <laughs> so thank you, brain, for having your own little weird tricks. <laughs> uh, but with Sam and other Sam, um, yeah. apparently in the other universe, they weren't able to stop a second Ori beachhead. And oh, the right. Ori ships sent ships through and destroyed Chulak and Dakara and most of the Jaffa worlds. And eventually they're going to be coming for Earth, which is why the team really needs to get back. Damn. And why, as we find out later, they need a ZPM. So um, I will say it is nice that these are the only two that don't seem to be attacking each other. I know. <laughs> In conversation, they're just like, tell me what you know. It's like, yeah. well, here's the things. Yeah. Yeah. So Sam is really working on a way to get them home. There was an energy spike prior to the first team's arrival. First team. And Mm -hmm. they, like, it had, their thinking had to be connected with the sound that they heard that we didn't end up hearing. And since the other team was on the planet for over a day and no one recognized that team when our SG-1 went back there, the other team had to have left from their own universe and then arrived in ours. Right. And, I mean, the gate isn't made to transport between universes, but it's also not made to time travel, and it's done that yeah, shit before, too. Yeah, there's a lot too. of things it's not supposed to do that it still does, you little rogue gate yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, before the other Sam asks, uh, no, there was Our no weird solo like players. a rebel 70s punk gate. It's like, yeah. I do what I want. I do what I, I want. want. <laughs> and, I mean... What else could exert this type of influence on a subspace matter stream? And both Sams, at the same time, look at each other and realize, Meg, no, black holes. Yeah. 
Are you thinking what I'm thinking? Magnets. That's it at the same time. Black holes. <laughs> so Sam it. starts briefing our team on what Sam and other Sam figured out. And there's a delightful sure. comedy moment here about how two oh, Sams yeah. are better than one. It's great. I love <laughs> Amanda's Two. delivery at yep. And then turns back to what she was doing. Uh-huh. Two Sams is better than... Nope, didn't work. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> Could you imagine... And we already know you'd kill if there was a second Grace, you'd kill the Grace. Could you imagine if there was a second Nyx? So here's here's what this episode made me do, right? Let's say I didn't kill the other me right away. Yeah. What conversation... What conversation would you have with other Nixie? I can't even, like, fathom. Begin. Yeah. I think I would do a similar to what Cam did, but not the same. I'll be like, do you remember that thing or did did this just happen in my brain? Here's what and, it may not be the first conversation that happens, but yeah. I would actually like to probably go down the Sam and probably what Daniel does is because I have some of these weird esoteric interests and conversation topics that no one else around me likes to deve delve into. Sure. Oh, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just found a buddy who finally likes the things you like. You get Um, me. I think I'd be like, this is time for us to start our interpretive dance moves. Or you know what I would do is I would make her put on all my wardrobe. Oh, because you never really know. You never really know what you look like in something. I have a living dress form. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Okay. So the path between the planet the other team came from and Earth goes right through the black hole that was created when they blew up the first Ori beachhead. Mm-hmm. And Sam is thinking as they pass through the black hole, uh, subspace kind of broke a little, just a little break, a little just mm-hmm. a little, and created a riff in the space kind of continuum, and they just sort of filtered the way through to our universe. Sure, sure, sure. No and Landry deal. is like... But why are teams in this universe that went by that black hole aren't being affected? And Cam has a stupid question to add on top of that. Why <laughs> didn't I do like this they uh, end up in Bizarro Planet when they went uh-huh. to that planet to check on the other team's story? And do, Sam's like, no idea. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I love, I love that one, I'm going to ask a stupid question, and I realize now that I've said that your question was stupid, which is what I thought, <laughs> but didn't mean to say out loud, so let me fix that real quick. Your your question is not dumb. I'm, you're, you're the greatest boss I've ever had. Please don't fire me. Bye. Um, also, I like that with this one little word, we can do a close reading. Yeah. Uh, by calling them Bizarro, we uh-huh. understand that Cam is definitely a DC over Marvel fan. Yes, I'm this is true. I'm going to make that assumption. This is true, because he would he, he would have other terms if he was a Marvel uh-huh. fan first. Here's the thing. Yep. Cam is a Superman fan. Oh, bazillion percent like to me there's no question in that like I think he's I, and even if he doesn't read superman that's who he wants to be he's superman like he he, uh, he wants to be superman he's either superman or he's captain america and if he's a dc fan he's definitely he's superman. superman yeah it's happening yeah his mom's name is martha probably 
<laughs> or he calls her Martha. And his mom's like, that's never been my name. What is wrong with you? My weird adult child. <laughs> I've never heard that come from my parents at all. The term weird adult child. I actually what? haven't. But I kind of would like to. I bet it's coming. <laughs> my parents have two weird adult children. But they are also weird adult children. They so. are weird adult children. <laughs> and then everyone love in my heart. In my family is weird adult children. <laughs> Even the children children. Even the ones that married in. Weird. <laughs> Not you normal. only bring in other weird adult children. To I the actually, weird adult I would actually say that the the people who have married into this family, by far the most normal people <laughs> in the family, and that's not sure. saying much. <laughs> not in the grander scheme of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just slightly less esoteric than yeah. the actual family. Mine are all just different levels of. Of uh, oh, what's the words I'm looking for? Not quite toxic, but uh, so, difficult. <laughs> uh, situationally problematic. Yeah, we we range from situationally problematic to pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always some sort of scorn involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I would still argue that pretentious in given situations can be problematic. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, well that's what I mean. Um what's the what's the emotion of the disgust? Where different yeah. levels of disgust just run rampant through my family. <laughs> uh so um bop, 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 bop. Walter then calls for an off world unscheduled activation. More party times. It is a third SG one, which I have dubbed hardcore SG one. Oh right. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they're under fire, and Landry doesn't want to let them through, cause, but then they're going to be stranded here, but they're under fire, and so Landry does decide to open the iris and let them through, and they are utterly confused, but they're also essentially G.I. Joe action figures. Yeah, they don't have... I, I feel like this crew is... Even the Sam, as smart as she is, is like yeah. nominally less smart than our Sam. <laughs> yeah. She's just a slightly more... more Aimed at just being out there doing shitty yes. things. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this teal, hardcore teal, is definitely is allergic to sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is our and Spartan team. Yeah, this is definitely like, they form a phalanx when out there oh, or yeah, something. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Landry and they all SG1. They crossfit together. <laughs> they do crossfit together. A team that crossfits together <laughs> slays Kick the enemies cool together. together. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I lost I don't it. Know. Gil's sons and black coal. And I'm done. Landry and SG1 walk and talk. Um, <gasps> I want a t-shirt that has a little cartoon Sam dunking yep. a son into a black hole. Here's the thing. Okay, that's it. Like a I basketball. Have, I have a cricket now. Oh. That can happen. Okay. Okay. So figure it out. I know. I know. But they walk and talk. And, you know, so much for the only one wormhole affected theory. Mm-hmm. And... Sam's like, yeah. Um, that whole subspace tear must have ripped and affected like all the things. So now it's Swiss cheese holes. And now like that whole area is just like space mud quicksand that like uh-huh. empties here. Yay. We're the new ticket and transportation center. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
I do love that Landry uses the term hub because it's yeah. a term near and dear to my heart. It is. It's quite <laughs> it's dear to hub. us. Okay. And and Landry uh, orders all off like all gate travel suspended and is going to send all teams to the alpha site now. Yep. And in a lab sometime a bit later, like Dr. Lee is actually wondering why it's only SG1s coming here. Like why no SG2s or SG3s? And Sam's Mm -hmm. like, well, there, there have been, but we're the frontline team and we get into the most trouble because we like, because to metal popular. Yeah. Popular. <laughs> Gonna be popular. <laughs> and so, you know, they can tell most other teams to be like, hey, weird shit's happening. Don't come to Earth. Head to Don't your alpha come site. Around here no more. Um, SG-1's usually the ones who are in the shit of things and don't have the chance to redial the gate. There's no time for the front... Like, they are the front line team. Like, they've already... They're Leroy Jenkins-ing their way through the universe. 100%. So you can't really pull them back. I mean, that's essentially SG-1's, like, slogan. It's just Leroy Jenkins! (laughs) (laughs) And each, each, like, team has actually dialed in from different planets. There have been no repeats. And they're all in sort of the same cone in space and time and that weird energy signal only happened the first time though it kind of reminds me of the incident and then other sam finishes and on katow um but there they introduced an unstable super heavy elements the sun the one where everything was red remember the red episode oh yeah and in this case it's a black hole so who knows what the fuck would happen when it's a black hole instead of a sun and bill is just watching two sam's like sciencing at each other uh-huh. and may need He's to leave like, the room. Yeah, I'm gonna need a minute alone with this scene in over there. Okay, bye. And then he just walks out. He's like, the there's so phone. much smarts in this room. Yeah. It's uh it's a good times. Yeah. I will say. Meanwhile, the Sams don't even notice they exist right now. Well, the Sams don't even notice it. And I will give like Bill is for all that we've seen of Bill. And as much as, like, an adorable loof that he is, he's a gentleman. At least it's not McKay in this room. Oh, yeah. He's not salivating or wolf whistling or doing, like, awful weird winky things. Um, (laughs) But at least now they have double the sand power as another off-world activation rings out on the audio. In my brain, I see the meme with the two characters who, like, bump fists sideways. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what the Sands are doing. <laughs> so, hardcore SG-1 is getting their blood drawn in the infirmary. And again, the old school tricks here where you you don't see Teal'c and Daniel. You only see the back of them so that yeah. way the actors can be like... So, Ben and um, and Amanda are playing hardcore Sam and Cam. And then, and then Chris and Michael are playing our Teal'c and Daniel. And uh-huh. then... Ben and Amanda then go play other versions in the walk and talk, and it's just great. Yeah, the logistics to do those things are the most fun to me. Well, see, that's the thing. That's where I think we come in our strengths. Well, no, again, it is, I think, fun, but also brain hurdy at the same time. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're trying to think about it all at once, it's a lot. You You have to eat that whale one bite at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are the things that I'm like, okay, how do we do this? <laughs> yes. 
So Teal talked with Braytac, and they're actually sending a ship out to where other Sam said the second Oride beachhead was. They're going to have at least an early warning system there, which mm-hmm. is smart. Also, the team in the hallway. Did you see the team that came out of the elevator? Did yes. they have the armbands from Upgrades? I think they did. And it was like there was a couple of other people that aren't part of our regular team, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were definitely another hardcore set of teams. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and at this point, there are 12 other other teams on base. Uh, and this most recent yeah. team is a little different in terms of personnel. And there is someone Landry thought Daniel and Teal would like to talk to. Oh, boy. This the is door, the hard part. The door opens. The music cue kicks in. And Daniel and Teal are stunned to see the one, the only, Janet Frazier standing before them who's a bit confused as to where Jack is. I can't handle it. Okay. <laughs> I The screen did not freeze. I just couldn't handle yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> My brain just blue screened. Uh, and Daniel struggles, as you would, to find words to explain what's going uh-huh. on. Not only with the wormholes, but why the two of them are so stunned to see Janet and and Tilk, the the master of no subtlety, yeah, just no chill at all. Tilk is like, Ebus. well, I mean, you died two years ago, bro. You're dead, like straight up, straight. Like never yeah. let Tilk around a sleepwalker. There's <laughs> like he's gonna hurt someone. Yeah, um, this moment. Let's take a minute here at this moment. Yeah. Um, well, we get that it's difficult for, for Daniel and for Teal. I can't imagine someone you love and someone you've buried and then they're yeah. back and they're here and fully alive. I, I don't think my heart could take it. Yeah. Um, but also, um, yeah. oh, I'm getting sad thinking about it. Um, <laughs> imagine what it feels like to Janet. Yeah. I actually had that in my notes. Like how... You show up and you're already confused because it's like you walk into this world that is like your world, but it's slightly different and you don't know what's going on. And then you see someone who you see every day Uh all of a sudden go, well, you died two years ago. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you're dead. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Ooh. Like, now, thanks for throwing in this, like, heart-wrenching piece into the middle of this giant puzzle. I will say, I will mm-hmm. say, at the very least, not that you can be prepared in any way, shape, or form to hear no. that. At least Janet has, like, the tiniest bit of a leg up on us hearing that because she's worked at the SGC for long enough. Well, that's true. It's like there's very little at this point that would fucking blow her mind. Exactly. So it's not yeah. like it makes it any easier to hear, but at least Janet's like, I've seen weird shit before. Yeah, it's not like, you know, like I can't imagine there's a thing that would fully surprise. It's like, a, yeah. to as a nod to someone we know, it's like a, a former ER nurse. Yes. <laughs> seeing something and going, well, that's not a thing I've ever seen before. Yeah. <laughs> well, that limb is no longer attached to the body. I haven't seen mm-hmm. that quite before. Well, probably. Oh, look at that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, sometime later in a lab filled with blue jello and Sam Carters, there is now 16. <laughs> so many Sams. 
So much blue jello. <laughs> Sam's are us and jello. Um, here's the thing. What do you call a group of Sam's? Oh. Like, I had maybe, like, brain trust doesn't quite work. Okay. Kind of gaggle. A mastermind? A mastermind of Sam's. So my my brain went to quark, but a quark is a small unit, right? Yes, it's a no. Well, it's it's not a unit. It's like a single and it's super tiny. Yeah, Um, but I want like some sort of sciencey term that means a lot. Yeah, but uh, but otherwise, a mastermind works. Some reason this makes no sense, but I do for some reason in this instant thought of a velocity of Sam's. A velocity, a velociraptor of Sam's. (laughs) We always talk about velociraptors. Velociraptors make their way into my brain again. Maybe they're hanging out in there. Who knows? Guys, my br- I don't know if you've known this by now. I know you know this by now. My brain is a weird place to exist. I don't know what's in there. And my brain's things- any better? No, no true. But <laughs> lately, the velociraptors have been hanging out towards the front. Um, I don't know what the metaphor is, <laughs> but there they are. <laughs> I got access to a new stock photo site um, for things, oh, yeah. and I have not had to use it for, like, real work yet. I've only had uh-huh. to do it for, like, I'm mocking this up or I'm mocking that up. The only photos I've downloaded from the new stock site are pictures uh-huh. of corgis. Oh, I was going to show you one. Of a I now oh, have. Oh, gosh. I have to show you. I can't wait to not be on the podcast to share this information with you. I um, now have I saw... six different corgi pictures. Yeah. Necessary. Ne- a corgi of Sam's. A corgi of Sam's. Done. <laughs> one um, of them is only featuring a corgi floof, but yes. the head is out yes. of focus. It is just corgi ass. I like it. Um, real quick, real quick. This will take yeah. 30 seconds. I was yeah. on my morning walk this morning because it's a morning walk. Um, <laughs> and I ran into um, people walking their dogs. They had three dogs. And one dog? of them blew my mind because I could not figure out what the deal was. Uh-huh. And then I learned that it's, it's a, a corgi pit bull mix. Oh, my God. And it was the and it was overweight. Oh. So it was the tallest, roundest, fluffiest. So, so here's a question. Here's the question: uh-huh. Was it a like, like pity with short legs, or was it like Kaylee, where it's like a tall corgi that's changed, like a tall corgi it, disguising itself as something? It looked like they took a corgi and then just used the transform tool and uh-huh. scaled it up. Uh huh. And they kept all the proportions the same. Yeah. So it was round and large, a large round. <laughs> oh my god! And its spots were like brown and white, like the pitties, but uh-huh. also like a corgi, like both oh and, not, and neither all at once. That's so adorable. And I died. Okay, that's it. Sorry, sorry to. Distract. I also really like the uh, corgi mixes where they're like the other dog, but short legs. <laughs> Those are always fun. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when. Um, Someone yeah. we, we work with as a lab corgi, and it's just a lab with half-sized legs. Yeah. <laughs> it's always good times. <laughs> or, I've seen, it's like a golden retriever with half-sized legs. Yeah. <laughs> That's super normal. <laughs> okay. My light just randomly changed colors on me. Oh. It was like it- a white, white, and now it's a yellow white, and it was 
I see that. I can see it on your face. It's nice, though. It's like a nice little glowing light. It is. I approve. It's just random, guys. Sometimes mm. hue lights change colors on their own. Things and stuff. Okay, a Corgi of Sam's. Got it. A Corgi of Sam's. Okay, so we have a Corgi of Sam's. And our Sam's current idea is that this one trip, the first one, caused the tear. Well, it's not like it caused the tear. It's more like the fabric of space-time was wearing out like thin fabric, and eventually one of the wormholes broke it. And Sam has no idea how to reverse this, uh, because like, if she did know how to solve this, all these other Sams wouldn't be here right now. Mm-hmm. This Corgi of Sams. Maybe it's, it's, what is it? Is it Tribbles? Yeah, when it's Tribbles. It's Tribbles. A Tribble of Sam's? No, I like Corgi Sam's better. <laughs> I like it's a Corgi, corgi yeah. Um, I, I'm so glad that you shared that piece of dialogue with us because I watched the episode twice and I still couldn't hear them over the amount of Sam's in the room. Like, I was so just busy looking at all of the Sam's in the room. That the, twice I was like, I, I'm just not going to get what that's happening here. It's, there's this fantastic wide shot, like, and again, the creative shooting where there's one where you have super nerdy Sam and then you have the two, the backs yeah. of the, even the Sam in the foreground, you see the back so that you can have uh-huh. Amanda in the, in the way back blurred out. Yeah. It's great use. Um, but we have this great wide shot with all the Sams and Bill wishes they still had the quantum mirror that they could just send everyone back. And Sam's like, right. uh, that never worked that way, dude. Yeah. That's a no. It's not how, yeah. Landry walks in, looks in this room, is not prepared for the Corgi of Sam's. No. And, and it's calls... A, it's a, quite a Corgi of Sam's. Call, she calls for Sam. Well, like, my Sam? Like, like oh, they all stand up. Will the, will the real Sam Carter please stand up? <laughs> uh, and Landry bought another volunteer wanting to help. Hmm. And I think probably one of the last people anyone expected to walk in that room walks in that room. I didn't know who the heck we were going to get. I really yeah. didn't. This Waza. is like, this person wasn't even on your radar. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's Martouf. I thought it was going to be, oh God, I just forgot his name. The one who came back as a little kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's who I thought it was going to be. Orlin. Orlin, thank you. Gosh. Okay. Um, and Martouf is wearing the same uniform as Janet. Yep. And the same like golden bronze look to them. Here's the thing. So you have all these Sams that minds might be blowing that they see Martouf in the same way that our Sam does. Right. But then again, think of Martouf walking in the room and then seeing like so a corgi of Sams. A corgi. I, I can't imagine walking into a room with so many Jessies. Yeah. So yeah. many Jessies. Yeah. I'd be I like, think... I'm going to leave again and just like and yeah. Homer Simpson my way out of there. Yep. You are absolutely right. You are. Uh, yeah. Too many. No. Brain explode. God, go by. But I think I think um, true to the domestic partner, boyfriend, fiance, Jesse personality, I think they'd all be killing themselves. <laughs> yeah, they're <laughs> like killing be, each other. Only it's just one Highlander. Yeah, yeah, there could be only one. <laughs> yep, I'm into it. So Teal'c and Daniel or and... yelling at each other from corners. <laughs> yes, Teal'c and Daniel and Janet chat. Mm-hmm. Janet remembers going on the mission that killed yeah. her. Um, but they got the airmen, like, they were under fire, but they got home and everyone oh. is fine. And Daniel's like, yeah, um, 
Well, actually. Well, actually, you were hit by a staff blast and killed instantly. And Teal. So- Teal'c oh, adds, I do like this one part. Real good. Teal'c's like, you yeah, did yeah. have a hero's funeral. She's like, yeah. oh, goody. <laughs> Thank God. Um, here's the one thing that's like a tiny silver lining to this whole conversation. At least it's a mission she's already been on. Mm-hmm. Imagine going on a mission or like not yet having gone on that mission and knowing yeah. that that's the mission you die at. Yes. And so, you know what? It's Janet. She would still fucking go on that oh, mission. Oh, she absolutely. But the I don't want to have to like be in that mind space. No. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. And when she finds out that the trip may have only been way one way, she's like, no, 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 no. We have to get home because her Earth is being ravaged by the Ori plague. Hundreds uh-huh. of thousands, only hundreds of thousands, uh, have been infected. <laughs> <laughs> and they need to find a cure or the planet's going to be wiped out. I'm just going to continue moving there. I'm not even going to pause. You know what? Of course, the, uh, here's here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to redirect the conversation. Yes, thank of you. Of course, Janet is the one out on the prowl. Of actively, course. Uh, taking part of this mission. Because yeah. who's going to deal with the plague? The cleric. The healery cleric of all clerics. What of cleric all times. Uh-huh. She's going to be like, y'all can stay here, SG-1. This is mine. <laughs> My ball. Mine. I'm calling it. Yeah. So, meanwhile, Sam and Martouf are having coffee. Sam is a little mm-hmm. curious as to how things went between them in his universe. Yeah. And Aww. and she's he goes, well, we were together for a bit and I actually joined the SGC because long distance relationships suck. Right. And and we then we lived together and then we didn't live together anymore. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> but you're with someone else now. And before like he can say who it is, the other the other Sam comes in. And she has something to say. This whole episode, they tease me <laughs> with important information uh-huh, uh-huh. and don't give uh-huh. me the answer. And I'm that's very upset. No you can't, you, that's no fun to just give you the answer. <laughs> it was very important that I pick up the microphone and yell into it. I have a slight Easter egg for you at the very end of the episode, Yay. too. With okay. episode With scenes that were cut out of Ooh, the. Okay, because okay. this episode ran real long. Uh, so, other yeah. Sam was looking at the episode Matter of Time, the one like with the black hole where Sam yeah. is like, or where Jack, sorry, is like suspended but horizontally early on in the show and they broke connection with a shaped charge that like forced the wormhole to like jump to somewhere else and break off Mm -hmm. and you know they're thinking maybe i do like knowing what we know at the end of the episode that it's other sam who's saying these things yeah maybe it was just a supernova or a gamma ray burst like something hit at the right millisecond and just like a one in a billion fluke and it punched the hole and the things and so of course she's the one it. who would make up the and the the how it happened yeah. because she's got to cover her ass because who made the hole to begin with sam other sam <laughs> not our sam it's a sam so um the sam to end all sams so they're like well to patch it we just have to recreate it Odds are much better if we take out the wormhole at the wormhole, like at the thing, and then take the wormhole out of the equation. Go to we should fly. Let's go to with the Prometheus. Can we go to (laughs) the wormhole? Go to there now. Thank bye. And Mark (laughs) is like never tell me the odds. (laughs) 
But also what happens to all the other people who are here? No worries, just holes. Other Sam is like, well, they're going to be stranded. <laughs> That's my memoir of, a, of an 1800s uh, working girl. No words, just holes. <laughs> I don't know where. I don't know what's happening. Okay, <laughs> black holes. So many ways something. to take that. Yep. So, um, you know, if they seal the hole, that no more teams can come through the hole. <laughs> but, and then they can deal with the duplicates issue after that. Um, but first, they have to go. We have to go to the place to the wormhole. Uh huh. And we need to contact a friend to help with, you know, here's the next, here's the nice thing. We're coming to the part that we talk about, uh, Kavasser. I'm pronouncing it wrong. I don't care. I mean, I do care, but it's me only a little bit. Is it a silent V or a silent K? Oh, so in North mythology, he was born of the saliva of two of the gods. Like there's in North mythology, there's like two separate sets of gods. Like one's the one that like, like Odin and Freya and all that kind of stuff and there's this other set mm-hmm. and he was super wise and he traveled around and he like taught people and and like learned them things I and sort of you. was yeah uh, and then two dwarves killed him and like Fucking drained dirt. his blood but then wow. they mixed his blood with honey and made the meat of poetry Ooh. and there's like, listen, there's a whole big thing about the meat of poetry. I forgot to look the rest of that up. So, but it I'm basically. I'm going to write that down. That's going to be, we're all going to do homework and say yes. things about the meat of poetry. Um, and basically it introduced poetry to humans. Like if you drank the mead, it, you could solve any question. It's like an instant inspiration. And here's the fun thing um, mm-hmm. that I didn't tell Grace about. In this tiny little cup that I'm holding up is... I have not tried it yet. This is the very first of my tiny <gasps> batch of mead that I have been Yay. making since January. I'm into it. And I'm going to try it for the first time here on the podcast. It's the mead of Nixie. What was that? Holy shit. How's she doing? That's really fucking good. Awesome. <laughs> this was my first attempt at meat ever, and it's only I made it in a mason jar. Nice. And guys, it's really good. <laughs> I have no clue if it's alcoholic in the slightest, but it's real fucking good. <laughs> yeah, what does it taste like? Does it just taste like sweet? It tastes like sweet. I actually made it with strawberries, and you can definitely oh. till taste this. Till taste. So I use strawberries to get the yeast. Oh, got it. Um, and I mean, it, there's definitely some fermenting going on. It's mm-hmm. definitely alcoholic in some way. Um, I wonder if there's like a way to measure that. There's the corgi fur. Um, there is ways to measure it for sure because we do it with uh with our beer when we brew it too. Oh, cool. So there's ways to measure it. Um, well, no, like like if you could like litmus test it to be like it's this much alcoholic. Yeah, you actually can. There's uh, I forget what it's called. It has a name to it, but it's like a little floater thing, and it, oh, cool. the way the way how much it floats in the water it tells you how much alcohol's in it. I like it. Okay. Yeah, but it is it's definitely sweet. It has a little bit of a um, strawberry flavor to it. Okay. It is definitely, because I tasted the tiniest bit, just like a, a drop, just to see how, if it was vinegar or not, uh, mm-hmm. maybe a month and a half, two months ago. And it's sweeter than it was then. 
Wow, that's cool. I'm definitely going to save some so you can try it. I'm actually yes. quite impressed with it, and I'm glad I saved my mead to try it for the first time as we're talking about the mead of poetry. Yes, please. Yay, the mead of Nixie poetry. I'm into it. The mead of Nixie poetry. I'm now going to make more batches of mead. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to take a sip and then write a poem. You should do it, 100%. About corgis of Sam's. Uh, you know what? Now if you Corn- don't do that, I'm going to be actually sad. Okay. Or spicy cookies. Or both. Anything is possible. Okay. You, listen, when you the inspiration hits you, you just have to yeah. go where it takes you. <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, good, but... Kvasir is the Asgard in the briefing room. Thor and Hemdall are both in another galaxy dealing with some other shit. So he's mm-hmm. the one who's brought the time dilation device to sure. in their stead. And he refuses to guess that this is going to work. I mean, why would you? This just is. <laughs> why would you guess? God. Yes. I do like his pragmatism about like, just do it or not. Like, yeah. What good is me guessing if it's going to work? Going, to, It's not going to change your mind. Yeah, <laughs> I I like Sam, uh, Cam's uh, complete folly a party nature at the end yeah. of this. Uh huh. Um, the Joseph and Mary. Yeah. <laughs> um, Joseph and Mary. Uh, his opposite Han Solo approach to yes. always tell me the odds. <laughs> always tell me the odds. Uh, and Landry gives him the go-ahead. He wants this shit done. And as they go to leave, I love how Cam, duplicate of John Shepard, uh-huh. whispers to Sam. And he's like, I've run over the ports. This is the first time I met at Asgard. And I was really expecting pants. Yeah, what is the deal with these guys? Yeah. <laughs> I also, yeah, you're right. I think John and Cam, man, they'd be buddies. They would be. But Kavasser hears all of this. He mm-hmm. hears, he, Cam whispers sure. like I whisper. Yeah. There's no whisper. whisper. Yeah. Also, I want everyone to know that the other thing I'm drinking is about a five-year aged, in our own aged, uh, Innis and Gun. It, what was previously aged in a cherrywood flask, and then we've aged it in the bottle, and it's delectable. Nice. I'm like drinking water and then water with vitamin C. I mean, there's water base in it. Sure. I may go crazy and have a ginger ale later. Oh, man. What was that? So, Kavassar and Sam are prepping the Mark Nine Gatebuster nuke. They're just <laughs> prepping this in the lab in the SGC. Know. Yeah. Giant nuke. Super fine to do that. No big deal. And he's like, here's all the stuff you have to get right or you just blow yourself up. And Sam's mind's wandering for a bit. He goes, are you tired? Do you want me to just do your work for you? Go now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? I'm good on Sam, though, for being like, yeah, here you go. Bye. Yeah. You do the work. (laughs) Yeah. Also, for some reason, Martuf is in lab, because why wouldn't he be? Well, yeah. If anything, I think Sam was just like, come here so I can just look at you while I work. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Martuf is understandably a little melancholy about, mm-hmm. you know, how we... <laughs> he basically sums up the TV show. You know, our team is always in shit on all the planets, and mm-hmm. it's usually really dire, and it's usually really shitty. But in the end, we always win, because after all, we are the stars of a TV show. It's our life. Yeah. Everyone's just part of our show. And <laughs> Sam wishes, he's like I, like, I really, really wish I could send you back to your own universe. You know that. And Martouf totally gets the situation. Um, yeah. And Sam's like, but hey, 
your Sam is back in your universe working on the problem. And he's like, that hasn't been my Sam in quite a while. And she's like, oh, ouch. Just kidding. I t- uh, this is awkward. And but- then <laughs> the awkward continues. And they're like, oh, are we going to, is this a thing? Are we going to Are, we, are kiss? we doing this? We're, we're both, we're both only going to go the 80% in. Like yeah. no one's. <laughs> no one's going be- They're playing kiss chicken. They're playing kiss chicken. <laughs> <laughs> because we already have had an inkling that our Sam is in a relationship with someone. Right. But so I she's mean, like, how often do you get to see someone from like, another universe? It's like really conflicted emotions because it's someone you were completely in love with and then I they feel died. Like this, is, this is hall pass worthy. If someone yes. comes back from the dead. 100%. And it's not like you were done with your relationship with them before they died. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. Hall pass, definite hall pass. If your dead previous love, who you were still in love with when they died, comes back, you are allowed a hall pass. And they're not clearly a zombie or a vampire. Right, right. That part's Again, important. Again, I'm watching True Blood right now. Yeah, yeah. That, that. It's very complicated, but very clear. Very clear. But, yeah. yeah. And, and, but instead, uh, so, some Asgard has to come in and kill the mood, which is yeah. probably for the best. I mean, you know what? I like to think that Kavassar was like, oh, that's getting really weird. Oh, they've both just been standing right there for five minutes. Let me go I'm, help them out. I'm going to go <laughs> observe human emotion for a second. Yeah. And he's like, this has probably been going for too long. Maybe <laughs> I should intervene now. And then he's just like, what are y'all doing? <laughs> it's just like, like when the dog walks in on you. <laughs> oh god (laughs) so in Landry's office uh, this is I think uh, one of the the key episodes of the whole key episodes of the whole episode key episodes of the whole scene (laughs) so Jana comes into Landry's office the key episodes of the whole scene I like that even better (laughs) uh, and comes in to make a plea for all the extra teams like to hold off on the mission to the black hole until we can figure out how to get the rest of the teams home and Landry's like I'd love to, I can't, because yeah. I gotta get back to normal gate operations, or I threats coming. We can't be held up any longer. Um, and Janet's like, yeah, but this situation kind of spans the gate verse here. Um, yeah. Every universe needs their SG one back, and you're hogging all the SG ones at the moment. Mm-hmm. Her Earth is facing a global pandemic. One that Landry's Earth has faced and beaten, and her Earth needs that cure. Yeah, he's he's thinking um, it's a very small lens here, and she's like, please think of all of the different things. Yeah. There's and, big repercussions outside of here. And Landry hates to say it, and I give him at least a little credit for saying it out loud. He's like, look, my priority is my Earth. Well, yeah. Like, that's the one that I need to think of most. And that really, understandably, riles Janet's cockles. That's That steely approach is what puts him in charge of this team. Yes. But absolutely, it sucks for Janet. That's and, just a shitty thing to have to hear. And she asks what makes her Earth less important than Landry's. And I immediately thought, also because I've just watched all of The Good Place again, like, this mm-hmm. is the trolley problem. It's the trolley yeah. idea. Yeah. 
You know? There's, yep. It's just shit. It's just a shitty thing. And Landry points out that they have the smartest, to his credit also, they have the smartest people in 18 different universes trying to fix this. Yeah. Like, there's a time limit. If they can't figure it out with 18 Sams hanging about, like, what? It ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. So Prometheus really is in orbit. He does just have to take this very pragmatic approach to everything and just yeah. be like, be, he, like he just can't allow himself to continue down the rest of the thought process, or else he'll never make a decision. Hundred percent. Yeah. Um, Prometheus is in orbit, and it's just SG one and other SG one, no other crew, just in case mm-hmm. the plan goes foobar. And uh-huh. also, I also love how Cavasser is like, look, I've installed the time dilation device. Uh, serious chance no one's gonna survive this shit, but courage and steadfast, keep on that. I'm Bye. gonna GTFO. <laughs> he does like a nice, uh, a nice, I'm gonna call it a self yeet, if you will. Yeah. Like he uh-huh. yeets himself out of there. I know he doesn't, and technically to yeet something, you gotta like yeet it, but it's just like, I got a blast. Bye. And- and in a, in, a, in a beautiful slight Easter egg, Daniel just misses Thor. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I like that. So there's a scene of Cam and other Cam recalling stories from childhood of rancid orange juice, and clear they could do that all night. Oh, yeah. Other Sam comes in, her shift is done, and she's tired, and she's heading to sleep. Another Cam's like, I should head off too. Yep. And... Just keep that part in mind. The part that I mentioned in a deleted scene will make more sense. Oh, and in the hallway with just them, other Sam's like, yep, I found a way around the security protocols. Everything is set. And by the time sneaky they figure out sneakos. what happens, it'll be too late. Those sneaky sneakos. So they arrive at the black hole. As mm-hmm. Other SG-1's ready to go. Mm-hmm. And as Sam is prepping all the calculations, other Sam is doing something sneakily. And the level six armory, which is She's where the other sneaky sneako again SG one is, and eventually it opens. The guys, to their credit, load up on Zat guns. They're not here to kill everyone. This is not an evil SG one. Mm-hmm. So Sam, mm-hmm. Sam, <laughs> Sam's figured out whatever calculation she needed. Another Sam's playing a cool and like heads to where they need to go to set the bomb inside the event horizon. I'm sure. Uh-huh. Um. Cam, I love this. Cam runs into other Cam and is like telling, well, yeah, we're just looking for parking. Yeah, <laughs> we're just circling. And just is, circling. you can completely tell that Cam knows other Cam is up to something. Yeah, this is just a thing that we're doing now. Everything's they're not up, normal. They're not up to no good. And <laughs> especially not when other, like, other Cam pulls the Zack gun and, te- and and Cam is able to dodge and then run and I can't run far because another teal clotheslines him real hard. Yeah, he's not even trying to just... He's just, like, going full teal. Uh-huh. Like, you didn't need to give it your second, like, your your multi-attack. One would have done the job. You didn't have to slam Cam's head into the bulkhead strut. Yeah, yeah. Not, not necessary. He's like, um... Like all he needed was to to make an an athletics check of like an eleven. Yeah, and he's like nat twenty. Yeah, and I'm gonna hit him again. Sorry, <laughs> thirty two. 
Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and I do like how other Daniels like, couldn't we just have zatted him? And Tilk's like, this was easy. This is more gratifying. Yeah. He's like, I've been wanting to kick Cam's ass for a while. <laughs> and it's one of those where Cam is like, should I be insulted? And and I'm like, no, no. Teal just wants... Teal, like, I'm sure they spar all the time. And Teal uh-huh. just likes Taking giving you... Down. Yeah. Um, Taylor and Teal, how long does that fight go oh. until someone breaks it up? Because I don't think... Like, I, I think eventually he could take her. Uh, Here's, but a Here's a better question. Here's a better question. Here's a better question. Teal'c versus Ronan. Well, I know that's coming. But to me, the Taylor one was just like, <laughs> at one point, do you drag her out of there? Like, Because she's, yeah. she's just like, she is way more spry and like quick than he is. So here's how I see it, right? Taylor and Teal'c is, is one of my dogs, one of my labby pit mixies <laughs> uh-huh. versus an agile, small, like a younger Kaylee. Like, yeah. Okay. Now, but if you do a Ronin versus Teal'c, it's like a pity lab versus a pity lab. It's just your and two boys against each other. It's like, at what point do you stop it when you're worried about <laughs> internal injuries? Because yeah. that's where you get, like, because they'll kill each other if you let them. I would say, uh, I, I would say just because of the acrobatics involved, uh, I would liken Teal'c versus Taylor to... The end of episode three, when you have Yoda versus Sidious. Oh, I like that. Because <laughs> it's, it's just, yeah, it's just like, I can see Taylor just like bouncing she just, Yeah, she just kind of like tires him out at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ronan and Teal'c, I think it becomes a draw and only because the uh, the rest of the crew has to step in and stop them. Yeah. But it it takes all of them <laughs> to stop all him. Like, of them. okay, stop. Everybody yeah. stop. It takes Carson, Sam, <laughs> Carolyn, Cam, John, everybody. It takes everybody. Uh, so the other team, our team, is very confused when their Cam is led in by Zap points to the bridge. Hmm. And there's been a change of flight plans, other Cam hmm. says. And the other Sam just kind of smirks back at our Sam. Yep. And then we can see the Prometheus leave the black hole and fly off. Damn it. So SG-1 is led to a fairly small holding room. And Mm -hmm. they're, uh, you know, when you go, we're making a three-week detour. You can assume from logic that they're heading to Atlantis. Oh, yeah. Let's just have fun for three weeks. And Cam shuts the door. Uh, and Tilk points out, you know, we're in very, very unique circumstances right now because we can actually, actually anticipate their actions because we think like them. Because they are us and we are them. Here's the scary part, okay? If I was in this situation, I have no idea what other Grace would do, <laughs> which means that I don't know my own mind. Or you're just that much of a wild card. Possibly. I mean, I don't even order the same. Like, I'm not one to order the same meal twice. Um, Yeah, I could eat. I used to eat a lot of the same meal. (laughs) Yeah, I think I'm just Grocery shopping was very easy. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) 
yeah, it's it's a it is it is a nice thing to have though to be able to like predict your opponent's move. And then, I do like where camera Teal'c spots the camera. Camera spots the Teal'c, oh, and yeah. we see from the camera's point of view if Teal'c just comes up, puts his hand, and just crushes. Yeah, like it's a damn. I think we said this while we were watching, like a Coke bottle, like a beer can. Like yeah. it's just like don't don't need this anymore. And so the other Teal'c comes to the bridge and tells other Cam that Cam wants to speak to him. It's clear other Cam doesn't want to, but you can't really ignore him for three weeks. And other Cam's like, watch me try. Mm-hmm. So they meet in the mess and Cam's like, look, you haven't heard us. Uh, side eye to other Teal'c much. Um, you have no beard. You're not evil twins. Uh, and mm-hmm. I'm guessing other Cam knows Cam complex uh, you know sure. you like there's a good reason for this i know yeah. i wouldn't be doing this for just anything yeah so tell us because i'm sure i'm the one person who understands another cam goes how far would you go to save the lives of every man woman child on earth he's like don't hmm. bother thinking about it i already know you would do the exact same thing given in our situation Fair. and cam can guess they're after the zpm and remember, in their world, they're waiting for the Ori to come to attack Earth. And right. they need it to power the Antarctic weapons chair. Um, and all it's doing in Atlantis is making trips, you know, between the galaxies easier. Sure. Cam's like, I mean, it's doing a little bit more than that. I it's... don't know if you've heard of these things called the Wraith. Yeah. <laughs> um. And other Cam is like, that's a bunch of hypotheticals. Like, we actually need it more. Yikes. And that's when our Cam realizes they already have a way back to their own galaxy. Mm-hmm. And then Teal'c rolls for imitation. <laughs> Intimidation. I said yeah. the wrong word. No, it's okay. I gotcha. <laughs> Maybe so he back, rolls for both. He does roll know. for both. He's in, mm-hmm. he's imitating the our Intimidator. Teal'c. Yeah. 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 So, back in the holding room, Cam, Cam in quotation marks, uh-huh. is led back and tells them that they definitely want the ZPM, um, and very thankful that Sam helped build the ship, because she can open the door lickety-split, and taking the mm-hmm. ship back is the hard part. Yep. So they get out, um, Teal'c in, in quotation marks, Cam, we're gonna go to the armory on the next level, wink wink, and then Sam and Daniel are gonna head to the engine room, pull the control crystal, then they, when they come, wondering where the control crystal is, then they can ambush them. Mm-hmm. So they get to the said armory, Tilt goes to open it, and then pauses when he hears footsteps behind him, and then sees other Tilt, another Daniel, coming up with Zekun's bastard. And, and as other Cam points out, as our Cam, it's very confusing. Yeah, but, a lot of cams, a lot of Sam's, a lot yeah, of Yeah, we basically are like, well, now we know how to secure you better for next time. Wah, wah. Yeah. And that's when other Teal'c and other Daniel are added from behind by another Sam cam. and Daniel. Oh, right. And A he third just, cam. Name third Sam. cam appears. <laughs> he does just oh. point to, I do like how he points to Teal'c and is like, no hitting. <laughs> no, no hits. Yeah. Um, and there's a t- there is a smirk on Teal'c's face because he super actually wants to punch Cam in the face. Not oh, punch yeah. him, but like wants to take him down. Yeah. He wants all to rough hits. him up a bit. He wants to do all the hitting. Yeah. 
So the other cam sums all this up. Look, the other SG-1 figured the real SG-1 to try to figure out escapes so of the other SG-1 set this trap, not realizing the real SG-1 to figure out what the other SG-1 is doing and then figure out and set their own trap for them. Ha! Indeed. Indeed. I'm impressed. And, you delivered that flawlessly. And the other time, and the next time we see the holding room, it's the other SG-1 that's being led in there, including mm-hmm. Sam in only a shirt, boots, and boxers. And don't worry, Sam made sure that other Sam cannot break out of the holding room this time. No pants, Cam. You couldn't at least give him his pants back. No pants, Cam. Nope, this is how you tell them apart. There's one with pants, one with no pants. The one in the hallway still had no pants. That's fair. Just everybody take off your pants. I don't know why, but it seems necessary. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently <laughs> at the SGC they get a subspace communication from the Prometheus and Landry assumes it's SG one going, Hey, everything worked, we're fine. Uh-huh. Um but actually it's it's hey, SG one yeah. going <laughs> Yep, we've scrapped the mission and we're coming home. Cause hmm. Sam actually figured out how to get everyone home. Yay. Because they now know how everyone got here in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just doing what the first team did, but backwards. Ta da so once Prometheus gets back home, Landry, Cam, she, and she, Teal'c walk in. If talk. you will, she puts her thing down, flips it, and reverses it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm done. I was awful, and I don't regret it. <laughs> nope. Um, but the uh, other SG-1 did this on purpose. And they opened the wormhole, they blasted the bridge into this universe, specifically to get the ZPM from Atlantis. Dicks. And in the control room, Sam is running things with uh, Kavasir, and everyone else is still there. Like, Siler's down in the gate room with a device that I'm sure is extremely dangerous. They're basically mm-hmm. going to reverse the flow of the bridge, so if the, the people gate back to where they came from, they'll just slide the other direction down the slide. Yeah, everybody go back. And your spit your, back your shoot universe. has become a ladder. Yeah, <laughs> Get out. Basically. <laughs> So, uh, and as she talks, Landry looks up at Daniel um, and Cam, who just shakes their heads and, mm-hmm. like, don't try to understand this. Just go yeah. with it. Just yeah, nod. Just, and... It's a lot of science things. Just tell her you, you're, you're fine with it. <laughs> and I do love Walter and Kavester just, like, looking at each other. Like, Walter's like, the fuck are you sitting in my spot? Yeah. Get out of here. I'm the only bald man allowed here. <laughs> and... All Landry knows is they're going back home to where they need to go. Cool. Uh Uh-huh. Get them out. Everybody out. And the weapons blast is, I'll admit, a little underwhelming. It's fine. (laughs) True. Um, It's, you know, not the heart of the story. No, it's not. It's just, it's it's a a thing that has to happen. Mm -hmm. And the wormhole is now 3.4 seconds long to get through, which is the right, wrong timing. And... They don't even risk closing the wormhole. They just have a ton of SFs lead the other SG-1 into the gate room and This s- reminds kick- me, um, as a fellow critical role person, yeah. the keyless tree walking. Yeah. Everybody yep. fucking go. Everyone you go. got three go, seconds. Go, 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 go. go fast. <laughs> uh, and so other cam does turn back to our cam and he goes, when the time comes, cut the green one. But should he? Because now we don't know about this camp. But again, our this other team was never the bad guys. No, but here's the thing. They never resolved what they needed to resolve. They didn't get the ZPM. They Are have they not. Mad? Are they resentful? What to do? You're probably right. But my distrusting person that I am, 
He's just distrusting. Okay, that's all. I mean, it does make sense in all of our D&D campaigns. There's no questions first. Yeah. No. Kill. It's it's kill first, and maybe if there's a survival, we'll ask questions. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and Cam has no clue what that means, and Daniel assumes that one day he'll find out. Yep. So the last team to leave is Janet and Martouf's team. And mm-hmm. Martouf says goodbye to Sam. And, you know, that she's missed on the team. Sam's like, well, where'd I go? And Janet gives her a big hug, telling her it was maternity leave. It's a baby! Or five. Who knows? Janet and Landry give them a box. It is the cure to the prior plague. Yay. And Daniel hands it to to, to the other team's cam. And Daniel gives Janet such a good hug. She's uh, our Captain Janet now. And I don't know that she's a captain, but I'm going to decide that she's a captain. Sure, sure. Mostly sure, because sure. I want to sing Captain Janet. She's a <laughs> He's hero. He's a hero. Gonna take, <laughs> take the plague down, to, down zero. to zero. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. This I really hope with the delay, somehow those link up. Uh, we'll figure it out. It'll be amazing. <laughs> Um, but it's a really, it's a good quality hug. Like, I am a connoisseur of hugs. That's an A-plus hug. Oh, yeah. Um, there is. There's feels behind that hug. That is a hug bigger than the kind that you will give all of your friends once you leave quarantine. Yeah. That is a big level hugs. It's a big hug. Um, and then even more, Teal'c comes in for a big hug of Janet. Oh, and then you, that's, I like this part because you see how tiny Terrell Rothery is. Oh, I know. <laughs> and, uh, and, and gives, and gives Janet a bow and she bows oh. back and they'd love to stay, but they have a planet to save and mm-hmm. our team watches them go and we fade out. Sad. Next episode is Atlantis Critical Mass. Critical farts. So I just want to say, um, yes, Joe Malozzi has posted some of these behind the scenes things on Geek okay. World, and I haven't caught a lot of them, but I I caught this one specifically because I remember them saying that this episode was really really long, so yeah. they cut out a number of a number of scenes, and some were cut out I think like before they're filmed, and then a whole bunch were cut out like when they filmed it and all those different things. So yeah, I could I mean I can see it. This one could have almost been a two parter. Yeah. yeah, and one of them was just this, like this nice, cute little scene of Carolyn and Landry, and they were they laid plans that weekend to head off to the zoo because the zoo's not only for kids anymore. Like oh. just like this father daughter yeah. bonding, adult weird child, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and then apparently, uh, in the in the in the version with Daniel, sorry, the Daniel from the team with Janet and Martouf. Hmm. Sharae is still alive. Oh. Because he mentions his wife's home planet of 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 Abydos and that she helped, you know, do something there. Interesting. So many interesting things. Also, Janet had asked about Cassie. Oh. And we learned that Cassie moved in with Sam after Janet died and she is now studying biochemistry at UCLA. Of course she is. Of course that's what she's studying because she's no she's no slouch. No, she's not. And it's like you're Janet's kid basically and now you're Sam's kid. Look at yeah. all these fucking women in your life who are in the STEM industry. I know. You're gonna I know. go into STEM. Of course. And there's also a scene 
with on the Prometheus where other Daniel was seriously questioning if they're doing the right thing in like stealing this ZPM from yeah. this universe. That is something that Daniel would do. And the one that I thought you'd find really amusing is apparently Joe was watching all the dailies and there was a small scene just like in like, you know, they do the multiple cuts of, of stuff, yeah. multiple takes. And there was a scene where it was other Cam and other Sam. They were walking to the elevator and they sort of held hands a little bit. And then when the elevator oh. as it was closing, they gave each other a kiss. And Joe's like, what the fuck? Like, where did you... <laughs> And apparently, and apparently, Peter was like, I mean, I figured that's what you were hinting at with all of these bits in the episode. And he's like, no, no. That's not it at all, but okay. (laughs) But you have, like, on Prometheus when Sam's like, I'm going to go to sleep. Are you going to go to sleep? (laughs) Code for I'm going to bed and if you want any, you're coming right now. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Do you want to fuck on an extra amazing, super secret rocket ship? Yes or no? <laughs> exactly. Circle yes or circle no. Yeah. I um, mean, wouldn't you take an opportunity to fuck on the Prometheus? Everyone would. Yeah. Just so you could say you did? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and there was also, I think, in, in one of the, inter- in, like, the first interview, um... Like other Daniel had some when they're after they were talking about coffee, he was like, "Oh, well, your favorite Szechuan place? The first, it's like the place you first took, and then he was cut off before he could finish." Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Damn it! So I um, thought, but I mean, this was know. a really cool episode. I thought you'd like this episode. It was very feely, but also very sciencey. It's just one of the greats. Yeah, it's a one good of the episode. Greats, if you will. Um, yeah, yeah. This one, uh, not to tease, but to tease, <laughs> is definitely top ten worthy. For this season, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if this plays into my series top ten. Oh, yeah, I don't think I'm there yet. But it plays into my my top five for this season, I think, for sure. For Just sure. because of Janet. Yeah. Mostly just I like Janet, and it's nice to see her again. Janet. Sad. And now I don't also, see her Also, a corgi of Sam's. I mean, a corgi of Sam's is pretty great, too. Yes. Um, yeah, there's no bad times in this episode as far as, like, oh, I wish they did this different, or I wish that... No, yeah. all of it's perfect. It's Keep good. It it's is. a great episode. Yeah. So, yeah, next week, we're looking at Atlantis. Uh, Critical Mass, oh, which yeah. uh, has has a fun, uh, uh, how should I phrase this without actual spoilers, a fun revelation. Oh, interesting times. I'm excited. I'm ready. Yeah. Let's get the show on the road. Okay. Um, guys, thanks for sitting through our Corgi of Sam's um, <laughs> and listening to us weird adult children. Our episodes um, are like a half hour longer when we don't see each other during the week. Yeah, so thank you, because wowza, you're absolutely right. Um, <laughs> if you think of other things to call a group of Sams, although we Please love a party, I'm open. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Uh, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Find us at Facebook, There's No Place Like Tara. You can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Uh, 
patreon.com slash someplace like Tara. Uh, we have a Discord. If you are a patron and are not on the Discord and need a new invite, please let me know. Oh, and thank you to everyone who <laughs> sent yes. us eggplant, eggplant emojis. <laughs> yes, you are greatly appreciated. Eggplant, eggplant, peach emoji. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and rate us, like us, view us on where you find your podcasts. And we will see you next week. We will see you with probably not corgis of Sam's because we're going to be on the lettuce. How dare you? But you'll probably hear a corgi. You may hear a Alright, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.